What does a pharmacist do? Well, most people might answer that a pharmacist dispenses the medications that my doctor prescribes. Now, I work with a ton of great pharmacists, and one thing that I don't generally see is excitement about pills in a vial. And this is probably because pharmacists have been trained to do so much more. So what can you get excited about in your community? To find out, let's go Beyond the Scripts. Hey, welcome back to Beyond the Scripts. I'm Will Tuft, your host with Pioneer RX. And today we're broadcasting here out of the original Pioneer RX HQ here in Shreveport, Louisiana. So anybody who is familiar with Shreveport knows uh, about where we are on the map. I think we're right here in the Arklatex, about an hour from um, the Arkansas border. But in Louisiana, there is another important border that uh, maybe internally is more important, but think of the I-10 corridor that's going to connect basically uh, New Orleans over to Houston. And that area down there is called the Acadiana area, I guess the Chafalaya Basin. And so we're going to go right down to Acadiana Prescription Shop with Joel Frege. Joel, thanks for joining us today. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, so um, you are down uh, in the Lafayette area, and right there in that I-10 uh, area is really kind of like that division between the Louisiana that everybody thinks about when you think about Louisiana. Like if you're somewhere else in the country and you think Louisiana, you probably think, you know, Mardi Gras and uh, the Cajun food and that that Creole influence, and that's really where you're at you're right there in the heart of the the fun louisiana culture right we sometimes we, I, I guess we like to say we're in the heart of heart of acadiana and uh so uh we're kind of si- sort of centered in louisiana uh more south though and uh we have a little bit of mardi gras uh, a lot of creole food for sure and uh a lot of fun down here you know have a little yeah. pharmacy down here <laughs> Yeah, well, so that pharmacy's been there for quite a while, though, right? 19, uh, 1969. Uh, it was started by uh, Mr. Phil Como. Uh, and Mr. Como had, um, he went to pharmacy school at uh, in Houston, actually, and uh, worked for Joe Wine Gardens, which is a grocery chain. And uh, he was put in a grocery store there. And he said, you want to put a pharmacy next door? And Phil had already worked for him. And he said, sure. And so he got to own it. I guess he just rented the space there. And uh, that's where that's where it started. That's kind of a kind of a, a proven uh, a proven relationship there. The grocery store, the pharmacy kind of in one. Well, they did have a door at one time to go in. Uh, I have the old uh, plastic sign that said prescription prescriptions this way. But um now they 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 separated that so we we don't we don't you know they changed grocery stores uh six times since oh, we've wow. been there so <laughs> prescription shops uh survived uh six grocery stores and wow, right now wow. we, have a, we have a great one next door champagne's market which is it, it's a little a little nicer so See, I would have said champagnes, but that's that's that I ten split. So that's, that's true. That's for sure. Yeah, they do have champagne there. By the way. <laughs> so, um, so when did you come into the 
Acadiana Pharmacy? I um, I started. I bought it in uh, two thousand and uh, two. Two thousand two. Yeah. So I've been there for eighteen years. Two thousand two. I think it is. Anyway, yeah. And uh, as old as my daughter. I, I, my daughter was born three days after I went to work there. Makes it easy to keep track of, huh? That's right. <laughs> well, sort of. But anyway, so uh, uh, but before that, I worked in several different areas. I worked in, um, you know, I worked for an, another independent uh, a few, a couple years before. Well, right before that, I was doing some relief for an independent. And I also worked for drugstore uh, pharmacy, I mean, a uh, grocery store pharmacy, uh, Winn-Dixie. And then uh, K&B, I worked for them on and off for a few years. I did hospital pharmacy. I did nursing home only pharmacy. I did uh, allied uh, pharmacy management company out of Dallas. So I kind of moved around a little bit, not unexpectedly. I mean, I I wouldn't trade it. I learned a lot um, along the way. But I knew working for these independents that I really would like to do that. I didn't know if it was going to take me starting ground up, which I had a friend who did that. And uh, I didn't know if I was I was going to be able to do that. But this really afforded me a better opportunity. So Nice, nice. So did you um, just kind of buy the pharmacy and then start there? Or did you ease in? Did you start there as a relief pharmacist? Or what was your initial exposure? How did that even come about? Well, uh, Phil, uh, Phil knew my brother. My brother's a doctor here in town and, uh, and I knew him through the phone, like talking uh, about transferring prescriptions and different things like that. And we would, uh, I, I also knew that he had a lot of, well, found out that he, he and I have a lot in common, (laughs) but, uh, so some, some of the, uh, sales reps would come in and I'd ask him about, um, which pharmacies may be available. And they would tell me, and I, I had looked at a couple of them, uh, and they didn't seem like they were on the up and up, you know, they were on the way out. Um, and a couple of them did close, unfortunately. But uh, so Phil called me and I went for a meeting and, and we have in common that we like to drink. Well, he likes to drink beer. He was more experienced, to put it to you that way. And, <laughs> I got home from that meeting and my wife asked me, well, what did he say? And I said, look, I'm going to tell you in the morning because I had to drink some beer with him. (laughs) Then he called me and unfortunately he had developed uh, cancer and he died three months after I started. Uh, You know, it was quick learn. Uh, I'm sorry that that happened. So I did learn a lot on my own or from my technicians and and, uh, I guess from my customers too. but uh, yeah, Phil was a, Phil was a good guy. That's pretty cool. That's one of the things that um, you know, independent pharmacies. You know, you you, you have to kind of have that um, that ear to the ground, and and definitely if you are looking for that departure, it's important, I think, to really you know communicate with the other pharmacists in your in your area because um, you know I've heard so many stories where uh, a pharmacy was like you know, looking for that exit strategy. And unfortunately, the opportunity that presented itself was, you know, a, uh, a big chain. And really that, you know, that, that super important part of the community then uh, just kind of gets 
you know, eroded a little bit. You kind of lose that that piece of the heart of the community where, you know, so many times there's other pharmacists in the area like yourself who are like, man, I would have loved to, you know, carry that torch. Right. I think that Phil wanted that also. I think, well, I've had experience also besides Phil. Um, you know, he did a five-year plan for me to buy it out from his family. Uh, you know, he wanted to, he said, we're going to do it right. You know, do it right. and it, I think he was looking to take care of his family also. But in my tenure, about, uh, I guess about 10 years in, a pharmacy in the area, uh, Begno's Pharmacy, they, uh, that the owner had died years ago, but the family kept the pharmacy. So it was kind of struggling because um, they didn't have a pharmacist in their family to have the, and they didn't, they, I guess they didn't want to sell it. They owned the building. Well, then they were going to close. So they offered me to buy the file because they did not want their customers to be left with a chain, which they had a chain very interested right up the road. So she afforded me the opportunity to buy the inventory and um, I got the file and they delivered and we didn't deliver. And they came on the busiest day of the year, um, which is after Labor Day, day after Labor Day. I think that's when I got Pioneer too. I, I don't know why that, and that's the busiest <laughs> day in any pharmacy. But but uh, so we had to deliver. We had no no strategy for. Do, I mean, we had a car. We got a car, and I think I bought their car maybe. But but oh man, what a mess! <laughs> yeah, what a what a complete logistic shock. But you know, I'm gonna toot your horn plenty of times. But if I'd have had Pioneer, then. I'd have had all kinds. I could have had all kinds of stuff built in, and and back then, uh, you know, uh, they, if I told Pioneer, you know, I need you during this time, they would have had somebody skyped. They would have put a Skype, or which which, <laughs> I know that you know, because like when we got Pioneer, it was like that. But anyway, so we started delivering because yep, it's a good feeling, and you know, you get a lot of thank yous for that. You know, it's. Beyond the call of duty, I get, not really. You know, it's my customer. And I'm gonna take care of them, so I want yeah. them to feel like they can get their medicine. You know. <laughs> yeah, and so that's you know that that's a store that's been there long enough that you're serving, you know, multiple generations of one family. Um, so that's that's got to be kind of a, a a neat connection there in your community. Yeah, well, my for, my my customers have been there before me. I tell them that. I said, we knew we here before I was. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, they have, I mean, uh, and the area is right in the center of Lafayette, too. It's close to the hospital. Um, I guess logistically with the grocery store, too, and there's doctor's offices. It's a, it's a pretty good area. We've had a couple other pharmacies in the area. Um, I guess it was kind of like Bag knows that the owner was not present. And yeah. I think sometimes that might be, and I, I know, and I've heard that uh, in pharmacy school, they're, they're really pushing independent, you know, uh, pe the kids think it's impossible. Man, I, I didn't know I was going to do this, you know, and uh, it takes a, you know, a business person. I, I know one pharmacist who is, the most successful pharmacist I know, and and he was a business guy. He really was good at it. Sure. 
I'm not saying that I'm a pro at it, but I learn every day. You know, we learn in pharmacy every day too. You know, we don't, we don't know everything. So. Yeah. That's one of the interesting things that I see with, uh, independent pharmacies is that, you know, if, if you're going through medical school, there's an expectation that at some day, you know, you may start your own practice. That's kind of the, the trajectory. And so the idea that as a pharmacist, you would say, oh, I'm going to have to go clock in for a, a franchise is, you know, or a corporation's kind of, I don't know, it, it seems like you're leaving a lot of opportunity out there. But at the same time, you know, once you get into independent pharmacy, you see so many different kind of business relationships between the pharmacist and his business. So you do see those pharmacists that are more uh, separated from the bench and and in the back end, working on new initiatives, working on community engagement, working on prescriber relationships and legislation and, and all of those things. And then, you know, you see pharmacists that are working the bench every day and and shaking hands with with patients. And, and that's the the part that they really, you know, it, no matter where you're at, it seems like that's the part that everybody misses or or wants more of. I'm glad you brought all that up because that that's exactly, you know, I'm, I'm back there doing some of the business uh, stuff. And, and of course, I'm in the Rotary Club and different things just to, you know, be involved. And, uh, man, if I could stand right there and be with the customers, that's what I really miss a lot. And, you know, I've had employees where I feel like they thought, Oh man, I'd like to go and sit at that desk that's, of course, full of papers and terrible. <laughs> but uh, I said, you know, be careful what you wish for, because <laughs> you know, you, I really like. I, I could say that about my staff. They really like, and I'm lucky right now because I have a great staff. They really like what they're doing. I mean, I, I can't say that they drive up and say, oh, you know, another day. And like you were saying about punching in to a chain. I, I've done that. And, and a lot of my staff, I think the majority of my staff have done that and they can appreciate, I mean, they do punch a time. I guess they do punch in, but I remember that. And yeah. I remember saying, okay, for close at seven, what, how long is it till seven o'clock? You know? And I don't get, I don't get that from them at all. I mean, no, you know, they, no. So relationships are important for me at my pharmacy too. I, you know, if people aren't happy, you know, they need to just go find, I want them to be happy. Yeah. I, it's not like I want to fire them, but I want them to go and find their happiness. Cause man, that is, that is so important, you know? Oh yeah. You know, that's, I've, I've always kind of gauged success on, on that, you know? Um, it, sure. It's, you know, you got to pay the bills. That's, that's, you know, you, you, you work and, and, and you are compensated for that. That's part of it. Sure. But, um, you know, even before I worked at Pioneer, I worked for magazines and, you know, uh, I worked on cars and, you know, I did a million different things. Um, but I, there were very, very few of those things where I felt like, you know, oh God, I got to go do this thing, you know, as long as I could wake up and say, you know, I get to go to work, right? Like I'm going to do a thing that doesn't, uh, 
conflict with my happiness <laughs> with, 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 with where I want to, you know, where I want to be in the world. That's, that's success. So, um, I actually made it down to your store, uh, when, uh, Pioneer RX was installed in, in your location. And so I was, uh, I was like, man, you know, I wonder if uh, Logan's still there because I worked with Logan a lot uh, as a technician. And so I went to your website and I was like, well, yeah, she is still there. And uh, one of the things I thought was really cool was that on your website, you kind of list some of your key staff members. And um, I'm just going to kind of go through the list here. Uh, Tiffany looks like one of your newer people and she's there, what, four years or well, she's probably six, I guess since we made that. Yeah. Yeah. So Logan, nine or 10 years, Caitlin, nine or 10 years, Christina, 11, 12 years, Michelle longer than you. It looks like 12. Oh yeah. She, she <laughs> was working for Phil, uh, for time. She was working at the hospital and working only on like a Thursday for feel to have a day off. Yeah. So M- Melissa, like eight or nine years, Jack, 19 years. Um, John's been there about 11. That's, that's, um, that's pretty cool. I mean, that's definitely a team that's coming in doing something bigger than, um, you know, a nine to five. Yeah. Yeah. They, you know, uh, they take care of each other. And uh, in that, I think the customers feel comfortable that they're confident that we're going to take care of them. Uh, you know, Christina has been there the longest and you walk in the door and she says, oh, oh, it's five ninety five. You know, she she knows who the customer is. And they walk, <laughs> but look, she knows more than that. She knows they're she knows they come and tell her all their business. Yeah. <laughs> and I get jealous of the ones in the front sometimes because, <laughs> you know, I'm back there doing the, 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 of course, the pharmacy stuff and checking their profiles or whatever and, uh, and, and the techs too. And, but uh, the ones that are in the front are the ones who get to really uh, know the customer. They're, they're, um, sometimes I can forget who the customers are. I said, man, who takes this one drug? we got one patient on this drug, and my cashier will tell me. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's pretty cool. That's one of the uh, things you know. There there are a few themes that resonate in in every interview uh, that I do here. You know, it's relationships, uh, whether that's you know with the community, with your team members, with your patients. But independent pharmacy that's that's really the thing that you you can't fake. You can't duplicate that with with Amazon. It's our niche there because you know I worked for. Uh, uh, Carmichael's Pharmacy in Crowley, and and uh, and they have Pine here now, so I maybe I could say that. But anyway, um, the guy who owned it, I worked with Carmichael, Terry Carmichael, and we filled a lot of prescriptions over there, and you couldn't get in his place. He filled more than everybody, you know. Yeah. This guy was very successful, but when somebody walked through that front door, you know, it's like Will, you know, hey, you know it. So I picked up on things from all those different jobs I've had. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's really the key with, um, you know, going around and, and having those different experiences working, especially like you said, where you got to do like LTC, you got to do some of the pharmacy management, you spent time in like those, you know, really close knit 
uh, community pharmacies, but all of those kind of, you know, rolled into one that it really takes all of that. Sure. And yeah, and, and you guys have seen different pharmacies, you know, and I'm sure y'all are, y'all have a good, a great idea of, of the whole concept of, you know, pharmacists are pretty good guys. Uh, the ones that I've met, I've met some, maybe a couple pharmacists that were tired, I guess, you know, they, they didn't, they, they didn't want to be disturbed, you know, by a customer, you know, but I've taken the good and the bad from all those guys and, and, uh, learned a lot from each one, you know? So that's, that's really been the, the key. I think, um, when you said there are pharmacists that are tired, but it's been, I mean, the average age of pharmacists uh, across country is probably a little bit older than some other professions. And then it's also an industry that's probably changed a lot more than other professions. So, uh, you know, there, there's definitely a learning curve where, you know, at a certain point, it's like, no, I want to, I want to do things the way I do things. <laughs> and, uh, you, you've had, you've had to stay agile if you want to stay successful in independent pharmacy. Look, when I walked into a KDN prescription shop, we had two DOS computers, uh, one on the counter, of course, so you could see the, the customer. The other was in a little narrow between two shelves mm-hmm. and myself and a technician were supposed to teach me how to do that. In that little tiny area, we never really went to that computer. So we had <laughs> really one computer and two telephones, no fax machine. Wow. You know, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm really old. <laughs> I'm just saying some of the older pharmacists, what you were saying, don't they want to do things their way. Maybe Phil didn't want a fax machine, so he didn't have one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I was like, how, how can they function with that? Well, <laughs> you know, it was kind of uh, old you want to talk about old school? That was old school. But I mean, Phil did a great business. He was a great businessman. But you have to stay on the cutting edge. To me, I mean, it doesn't have to change a whole lot. Oh, Pioneer has changed since I've had Pioneer in 2011. Yeah. Put it in, and and uh, you know, it changes for us. I guess maybe we're paying a fee for that, which is. If you look at it that way, you know, it's every bit worth that amount of money, whatever, you know, and it's like my dentist, my dentist, I go in there and he's always got something new <laughs> and he's, he's pretty young, but it's true. It, and he, I'm very comfortable, you know, if he has to pull on my teeth and he can make, you know, now they got an iPad, you know, and, and you guys have an iPad that, that we can go home and have pioneer at home, you know, it's, so not having a fax machine. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that, that one's hard, but you know, there, there's a lot of, there, there's a lot of people who are reluctant to change in any aspect of their life. And, and, and really, I, I'm sure if we, you know, want to be introspective, we could all find areas that we can maybe be a little more agile, but, um, You've you've definitely adapted a lot, uh, it sounds like, technology-wise, um, but you've introduced some new services into your pharmacy that certainly you probably weren't doing before, but you've kept a lot of the older services that were important to your uh, customer base. So you mentioned that you had kind of uh, branched off into delivery, so that's something that you guys are still actively uh, 
doing that. Doing. And, then, and then my customers got older, so we did we do a little bit more like nursing home carding and uh, uh, most pharmacies do some of that. Uh, we do that for people who aren't in the nursing home also, but now we're doing compounding. Um, I, I love to cook. So compounding <laughs> was kind of like that. And so, and, and we have the software now that my goodness, it was in there and it was just nothing that I had to do. Yeah. I mean, I really, I really do your horn a lot, but that was okay. At first we were riding, I guess we did do it when I had the old system. Um, but we were riding it, uh, riding the formula and our calculations all out on a piece of paper. Um, but now I still do that for the calculations and then we put it in the system and man, we print out the formula and it's like, the same every time it works out it's so good great isn't it <laughs> so how'd you guys uh step into the compounding world what are you guys compounding mostly is there like a special um you know physician group or a niche like veterinary or not not, not necessarily uh we, we do a lot of um uh hormone replacement um i guess i don't know if everybody well some are probably doing a lot of we do some pain stuff like um topical ketoprofen or something like that and then um we do we have a vet in the shopping center that we're in and they may need something that um is not available and we make it into a suspension or something like that um but what happened (laughs) was one of my customers he was a well-known customer and he was getting a product that was like $700 from us uh, before Medicare Part D and all that kind of stuff. And he said, you know, a friend of mine told me I can go across town and get this stuff made for like $80 or something. Man, I was on the next flight to compounding school. I mean, we we learned compounding, (laughs) but to do it efficiently, you had to go to school. And uh, so I did that for a, you know, three day seminar or something like that. And came back and we started compounding a little bit more. We we never advertised it because I was always scared. I was by myself. Yeah. So I was always scared that what if I have to be in the back compounding and I have to fill prescriptions in the front? I don't want to affect what this store has been doing. So we never advertised it, but uh, word of mouth got around and now we kind of put it, we put compounding on there. So, I mean, that's one of that's part of the balancing act, isn't it? Where you, you have to keep expanding your offerings or, you know, sharpening your your tool sets. And at the same time, you you can't lose the secret sauce that's made your business successful. You know, so I think I think one of the important keys is having that team you can rely on. Uh, but you're not by yourself now as a, as a pharmacist. And, and that pharmacy, are you? Yeah, no, no. Now we have um, we have five five pharmacists. Yeah, we have a couple relief people. We mainly got them during COVID, and so we had extra people in case something happened, you know. But we kept them on. I mean, we have enough stuff to do uh, with the compounding and uh, you know with scheduling. Um, so and. My youngest pharmacist um, is Melissa, and she um, she was the most 
full-time farm assistant of farms. She came out of school knowing Pioneer, because guess what? Pioneer's doing at NLU or ULM. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she knew it pretty well. She had worked for me before, but not as a tech. She was just a cashier while she was in school a little bit. But man, she was a lifesaver. As a matter of fact, she worked as a cashier, as a pharmacist. When she came back right out of pharmacy school, I said, I'm short a cashier. So she started that way. <laughs> and then she became a pharmacist in the pharmacy. So it really worked out good. She's really good. She does a lot of compounding too. That's really cool to, um, you know, be the pharmacist, but have that, uh, that, that kind of route in the front of the store, th- those face-to-face interactions where, you know, your, your point of sale team is really that, you know, that, personal connection to uh to the patients a lot of times so that's really cool we all know how to do it and i joke every time just to try to get myself out of trouble i guess when i get on the point of sale that okay i might mess this up and the girls may get mad at me but you know <laughs> but really it's 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 pretty uh it's pretty simple i guess you know to do yeah nowadays so covid um is something that we all kind of talk about every conversation we have about anything it seems like right now but uh so many pharmacies had to adapt to covid and figure out delivery figure out curbside pickup figure out how to communicate with their patients without having those you know in-store interactions always um but you were kind of a step ahead of of the the covid uh, adaptations because um, Acadiana Pharmacies, home of the Toot and Scoot, which I thought was, uh, I, I was like, Toot and Scoot, what is this? Uh, turns out you were ahead of the curve the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. we, we, well, sometimes we like to say that, you know, Phil had the original drive through, you know, so two minutes, you know, you got two prescriptions or 10, we can bring that thing inside, fill it up, have it ready, you know, charge them, they can get going. People with uh, uh, mothers with children use that. It's a wonderful thing. Um, you know, and then we have delivery too. But one guy was telling me, my CPA, interesting enough, that the weight at the big box, you know, so you have your prescriptions and you go in the line at the uh, chain and at uh, the chain drugstore and they use that time to get on their ipad to read their emails so if you're too fast you may be messing them up <laughs> i said well <laughs> that's different you know like i was always looking at it like oh you, you got a sore throat and you got a cough and so you get your prescriptions you come into kdm shop two minutes you get your medicine take your medicine go home go to bed sure so it's a good i thought that was always a good adjunct to the doctor's practice if he sent them to to an independent pharmacy. You know, I don't know why we're so much faster than the chains, but we are, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I'll tell you what, I, um, there, there are terms now that are just kind of strange to me that we have like the new normal is a term that we use now. Um, two years ago, never would have thought new normal would be a thing we say, but, um, there are elements of that, like having everything delivered, Having my six foot bubble around me, I kind of like that. Not sure I'm going to give that up. <laughs> um, you know, I don't even I don't even mind wearing the masks. Um, you know, 
so there there are definitely elements of that uh, new normal that uh, I, I kind of prefer. But the the drive through services, I personally I, I like that convenience. I, I can keep my podcast on. Um, I listen to podcasts generally in the car, so, uh, you know, I could just keep my podcast on uh, and go about my day, so. Um. You know, and I guess uh, in the oil center, that's that's what the area is called, where my store is, because they had a lot of oil field uh, businesses there, their hub or whatever, so we had a lot, a, good, a big man clientele, and so they want to come in. <laughs> they always... They want to come in and they want to see the people. They want to shake your hand. You know, some of them barely walk. They got a cane and and uh, they they want to come in. You, we could tell. Oh, I know all about that. Yeah, it's like uh, you know, MedSync is such a, an important way to streamline your workflow and and manage everything in the pharmacy. But there are those patients who are like, if I don't come into the pharmacy three times a week, what else am I going to do? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, MedSync, you, you say that. You know, uh, you know, Jonathan, my technician Jonathan, do y'all, uh, you know where he works now. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. All right. Yeah, so um, Duhot is one of my uh, one of my go-to guys, man. He's he's awesome guy. Yeah, I'm so happy for him that he's there, but uh, working for Pioneer. But he's, you know, really – Call, he's called me, and I'm not really in his territory. Or we, we talked uh, when he came to Lafayette or something. He said, you know, you really need to look into MedSync. He said, you know, y'all work so hard, and really it could be easier if you had all this stuff ready every day, you know, how, and you can have like one person do all that. And uh, so we're getting to that, you know. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're already doing, um, you know, if if you're looking at uh, packaging options, you know, if you're doing those, uh, which which program do you guys use currently? We're just using the old, um, the old punch out thing, the manual blisters. I, I've I'd like to compare the the uh, different ones. I forgot what the, what are they called? I forgot. Uh, med uh, meds on time no yeah meds on time is one yeah there's there's a whole lot of options out there right and yeah. I, I would I, I've been looking at I get some emails about different ones but I think I need to you know and, and that's where you said knowing the other pharmacists in the area uh, and, and they're all ready to help and tell you about they'll tell you which one they have mm-hmm. and they'll say but you know what the other guy is doing this, and he said, I wish I had that one. But he had already gotten into the one he has. So he's not yeah. scared to tell you, maybe you need to call him and get that one. You know, and so um, that's why you get that, that help next door, you know. Oh, yeah. A- absolutely. That's that's one thing. Uh, independent pharmacists, they will, you know, even, even if you guys are like a block away from each other, a lot of times where it seems like you'd be competition, you guys talk, there's, you know, there's some camaraderie there and like, we're part of a, a bigger thing, you know, you know, sure. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, especially with having that drive through, when you combine the blister pack, um, you know, any kind of adherence packaging, and when you start to incorporate that appointment based model where, 
you know, we're doing a med sync. You're going to have all your prescriptions ready on time. I'll bring them out to your car for you, man. That's, you know, that's moving to a different level of efficiency. Right. We're almost, almost giving it to them. Yeah. A nurse bring it <laughs> in a little thing. You're right. Now that I look back on it, you're bringing all that to light, you know, that, that gosh, I guess the other thing about it, besides the convenience of the customer is convenience to us, to us working, you know, it's like, there's so many things out there that can make it easier. You know, I've been begged to get the, the robot thing, you know, and I went to a couple of the robot makers, um, and I feel like some of the independent pharmacies who've gotten them, maybe good for them that it's doing supposed to do like 30% of your work for it, you know, that you're the, the fastest moving drugs. Man, I really like having my people and them talk. It's kind of like having the, the IVR, the thing that answers the phone. Now, granted, we do get some crazy calls. Like, what time is it? <laughs> you know that's just certain people are having some issues maybe but but um I, I if i was a if i was a doctor nurse customer and somebody says hello katie in a prescription shop and it's a person it's like man that's just so much better than i know there's some convenience and we do have some conveniences you know we have an app and we have uh, where you can leave a message if if we don't, if we don't you know if all lines are busy. But I think the talking on the phone is uh, it takes a lot of our our time. That could make us easier. That's something we're just sticking with right now. I'd rather have the people than the robot for right now. Well, that's that's really it, though, isn't it? There's you have to find that that balance that works for your business and for your pharmacy, because not every pharmacy is the same. Not every independence is the same. In fact, I remember when I first started installing uh, Pioneer RX software, I went to a different pharmacy every week, 38 weeks a year for years. And uh, I remember like the first one I went to, I was like, okay, a couple more of these. And I think I'll have, have it figured out. Five years later, I'm like, okay, couple more of these, I think I'll have it figured out because they're, they're all basically the same business, but they're so, so very independent and so very personal to, to their communities. So, you know, what, what works in, uh, you know, New York City is going to be different than what works in, in Lafayette and versus what works in Ohio. So it, it is interesting. I, I tell you, it was really cool was, uh, after I got my, uh, Pioneer software. Pioneer would have people call me to attest that I liked my system or tell, tell them certain things um, back then. And uh, I'd get calls from, and good for you, that I would get calls from the Virgin Islands and Hawaii. So when Jonathan went to work for him, I was like, oh, who gets to go to Hawaii, man? Said, <laughs> you know, or who gets to go to the Virgin Islands? I was like, Maybe I want to do this uh, pioneer thing, <laughs> but uh, I'm sure it was work when y'all went to places. And, and I know he got to go to some very interesting places. Maybe yeah. not all the, the beach places, but uh, they would call me and, and, you know, that's that's how, you know, if you want to know about pioneer, I don't, I don't know if we want to talk about that all, but it was, and I can say his name, I guess, 
he'd be fine. Peter Peter Wolf, way down in Chauvin, at the end of the end of the United States. I just got back from fishing over there, not with him, but and he's he's an old guy, older guy, uh, probably in his seventies. I guess that's not that old because I'm getting old. But he stayed on the phone with me for an hour and a half. I said, who has that much time to tell me about his pioneer system? He sold. Well, he pioneer sold it to me, but he sold me on it. He said, I can tell you everything about my pharmacy. Now, maybe he's a little more uh, uh, into it than I am. You know, I, I don't use pioneer to near to his capacity. I don't know that anyone could. It has. You know, you find your, your what you need is in there. But man, just him doing that was I guess that's what I did when I would tell those other people. Uh, I didn't I don't think I stayed on the phone for an hour and a half, but um, I was very nice of him. And uh, I need I need to go over there. It's been <laughs> ten, 10 years. And, but I knew his kids. I went to school with uh, three of his kids. They were different ages and uh, they're all pharmacists. Yeah. And uh Anyway, I have a small story. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Sure, sure. How, or how I've done that. You know, I went to a convention for Martian Dixon. Uh, uh, oh, Mad Days. Wholesale, yes. And they had a Pioneer little booth, big giant screen, you know, 52-inch screen. I was <laughs> like, anyway, so I go in there and I said, man, you know, I come back and talk to my the guy who was working with me. For me, and I said, you know, this computer looks pretty interesting. Do you think we need to upgrade our computer? Because we take we do the scripts, we could do them with our thing. And he said, well, you know, I did 300 scripts, and you know, he was probably four ahead with the computer we had uh, before they print. And uh, so I was like, uh, okay, let's get back to work. You know, popping them out <laughs> for another another year, and then the next year. Or one year, I said, you know what? I'm going to send you. And I said, I want you to look at that computer thing for me because I liked it. And he said, so he went and he came back and said, man, that computer thing's not. And, and I was just like him. I said, you know, I pumped out 300 prescriptions <laughs> on this other one. So he said, this is what he said. He said, it'll pay for itself. So in the meantime, a couple weeks or something before that, uh, they stole my cash registers. They broke in and stole. I said, man, you could have stole some drugs, but you stole the cash registers. And I love my cash registers. So I need a POS <laughs> system also because of those HSA cards or whatever they are. Sure, sure. And so I called a colleague of mine once again, and he had gifts in his store. And he said, okay, you can get a POS system or you can get the Cadillac one and you can put more stuff like your, I don't have gifts, but I guess maybe he thought you, maybe you need that for your, just your over the counter stuff. Sure. And is it adding any business? Not really. It's, you know, you're trying to think of that way. We could go back to the typewriter, you know, but anyway, so he, uh, so I went to, um, get the bid from Pioneer and I got, Six terminals. They were going to convert my two terminals to them. Um, uh, we got some printers. We got the thermal printers. We got the POS system. 
it was a no-brainer. And oh, so yeah. here was my they, – they had me at the Pioneer Convention one time, a couple times. Uh, this girl who worked there, she would point it out that my story that, you know, I did a little comparison of three months around November to January, busier time. And the amount of money that it showed that we increased by, and we only had increased by 30 prescriptions over those three months from one year, the year before to this year. And uh, the money was like $90,000 or something. Maybe my, maybe my math wasn't too good or something, but I was like, so that's what, that's what my partner was telling me that it would pay for itself. And I was like, man, cause it won't let you, you know, it'll tell you if you're losing money, which is, Oh yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, you, so you make a decision on, you know, I need to keep this customer. Do, do I keep the customer? And, um, it also tells you if the total, if you, if you, you know, you know that, but if yeah. you, well, so many times that's that's the key is not being able to see what's really going on. So being able to look in real time, monitor your costs, make sure you're ordering the right items, make sure you're accounting for those DIR fees and, and really understanding that transaction, which is it's hard to do if you're looking at everything a month later uh, instead of looking at it in real time. It does it for you so you can continue to do what you're supposed to be doing with the prescription, with the drug, with the patient, you know? Yeah. So what's, uh, what's, what's next on the, uh, on the roadmap? Are you, um, lo looking at bringing in any new services? What, uh, what has you excited about next month or, uh, six months from now? You know, I, I this was last night, you know, and, and this kid worked for me. He's, I mean, he did a rotation from school. And he called me last night and he's talking to me. I said, now I want to talk about the future too. So I'm thinking, all right, is this going to be where I'm opening in another store or something like that? Or, you know, cause we have stuff. I, you know, I just think that this kid, when he was with me doing his rotation, he did, he worked. I mean, he learned, he learned how we did things and he was, sort of geared to a he's really sharp his parents are both pharmacists but he was like he was going to go into um a lobbyist maybe for pharmacy which he would be great at but it would be a loss of a great pharmacist because he he was doing a great job but um i'm kind of getting sidetracked but anyway <laughs> just I, I feel like me getting into that pharmacy way back when with phil um, if you work hard, I think, and you're interested in what you're doing, no matter what it'd be like cutting the grass, I, sometimes I envy those guys cause they get to be outside. But <laughs> if, if you, if you're interested in it and you work hard and you're, you know, you make this yard like your yard and you make this customer service, like you want to be treated. Well, that's, you know, religiously too. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Uh, and you can do anything really. I think, yeah. you know, uh, I know there's licenses involved with some things, but if you're passionate enough, you're going to go and go to school to, to be something or go to, uh, 
a trade school or be an apprentice to do whatever it is. So it's unlimited. It's how, how motivated you are, I guess, as a person. And, and, uh, this guy is, and he could be really good at, and and the thing is, what what if he's successful? What if he would have a pharmacy and be really successful and have a chain of pharmacies? Well, then did we lose that good pharmacist again? <laughs> you <That's> know, <laughs> I mean, uh, I that's hate a, to see that happen. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's that. Um, oh, I, I forget who uh, who says the quote, but you know, train them so well that they could leave, but treat them so well they don't want to. Um, some 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 variation of that. Uh, but yeah, so uh, it's funny. Uh, Huna Freeman uh, was on recently. And she kind of compared pharmacy to being her stage. And so she had so many different ways to bring her skills to that stage. And, and that, you know, there, there are so many different ways that pharmacists can perform for their, for their patients, for their audience, for their profession. And and I I really like the, the way that she, I don't know. I she kind of her pharmacy, right? Yeah. Like it's such a romantic notion of, of how you can use your, your profession. Sure. So, all right. Well, I'm going to let you get back to the bench and uh, get back to that stack of papers you were talking about. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <But>, that's a lot. <laughs> thanks for joining us. Next time we talk, I'm hoping that you're going to share with me, like, boom, Will, 70% med sync. Yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I'll probably be calling you, Will. Call me. Call me. You, you know how to get a hold of me. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I do. Thanks a lot, Will. Thanks for having me. All right, Joel. Tell uh, everybody down there on your team I said hi, and hopefully um, I'll get to uh, in this new normal, make it down, and see you guys before too, too long. Sounds good. All right. Bye, Joel. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Beyond the Scripts, presented by the Catalyst Pharmacy Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please support our channel by liking, subscribing, and clicking the notification bell so that you'll be notified anytime we post new content. To stay up to date with all of the latest independent pharmacy news and content, follow Pioneer RX on your preferred social media platform.